Rangers bounce back and defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-1. And the Rangers, after a very disappointing loss to the Montreal Canadiens and MSG, they go on the road, they get the job done. They played a really good first two periods. Third period definitely was a bit shaky, and you know that's all right. Not gonna not gonna crush them for that. But you know overall, definitely the team that deserved to win. Like I said, got a little bit interesting. But Yaroslav Halak under the radar has been very good lately. That is now his fourth straight win, and dating back right. So he beat the Flyers. The Panthers, the Canadians, and the Blue Jackets all on the road. And, you know, I really feel like he deserves some credit. And I guess he's still looking for his first Garden win, interestingly enough. He, he won at Ottawa, so all his wins are on the road. And most of his starts have been on the road, to be fair. But, you know, I, I think that he came up with some pretty big saves in the third. With the Rangers up two, he did well. That, that's good, you know, for... I think it works for Shesterkin as well to not feel like there's that pressure. You know, when Halak's in there, you don't feel as bad as you did earlier in the season. And his overall numbers are actually a lot more respectable now as well. He has, he has over a 900 save percentage. Like, these are numbers that, I mean, it was really bad at one point. It's getting better. Mm-hmm. So, Halak now 5-6-1 overall. But a good job by him. And for the Rangers individually... No, you know, I would say Mika Zibanejad was probably their best player tonight. And, you know, and has been, you know, for large parts of the season. And Zibanejad, you know, that's someone, he really deserves more selkie consideration. I, I think we kind of lose sight of how good Zibanejad is on the defensive side. And, you know, he's part of that top PK unit. He, you know, typically goes up against the top, you know, the other top lines. And... So Zibanejad, like, you know, he doesn't get that praise around the league, but he kind of deserves it, and and he's gotten better with that. And Zibanejad reaches the 20-goal mark, so that's six straight seasons of 20 goals for Mika Zibanejad. And I want to just see something for a second here. Um, Right. I mean, he he got hurt. Really, this would have been – it really should have even been a longer streak, even dating back to Ottawa – his first year's Ranger had that bad injury where he slammed into the boards, and so he ended up with 14 goals in 56 games. Chances are in a full season, I'm thinking Zibanejad reaches 20. And so, very consistent player. You know, Zibanejad, definitely someone that I think, you know, is maybe even a little bit underappreciated. He can be a bit streaky, no doubt about that. He can be, but I thought Mika was good tonight. Kako was good and had a really nice pass on the Zibanejad goal. Had a couple of points tonight, Kako. And Barkley Goodrow. Barkley Goodrow had his first power play goal of his career. And now this is his 455th NHL game. So Goodrow did well. And again, that second unit is kind of, it deserves more of a chance. And who was on that second unit? Keandre Miller, which was interesting. And they kept Truba on there. I'd be more happy if it was Miller for Truba. It was Miller for Kraftsov, who actually scored a goal tonight, Vitaly Kraftsov. But Keandre Miller, now he has a seven-game point streak. So Miller responding after that, you know, that Montreal game. And look, what look, he messed up that goal. He was the main culprit of that goal. But Keandre's been really good, really, really good. And that's a seven-game point streak for him, which is impressive. And a lot of good happened in this game. I liked 
Gallant continued with the swap of VZ for Kravtsov. So it was Heedle centering Kravtsov and Goodrow. I thought that line was really good. They scored uh, the one five-on-five goal tonight was that line. And, And here's the negative of all this. And that is that that Panarin Trocek combination, you got to just scrap it. You got to scrap it. And, and for Panarin, I just, I don't like how he's played at all. I I keep on saying this, but the Panarin that we saw in 2019 is just a lot worse than this version. I'm sorry. the, The 2019 version is a lot better than this version. Really don't let the point totals fool you. He has 47 points in 45 games, which is good. I'm not saying he's a bum, right? There's a big difference here. Rotary Panarin is a very talented, one of the most talented players in the league. But my God, like, like, you're better. Like, it seems like players, they move off his line and they do better. So you almost, and, and for Trocek, it's like he did really well with Kreider and VZ. That was a very good line. It's just not working. And I would probably try to go back to Panarin Heedle. Try to make that work. Maybe it won't work, but I would try because at least in that case, Heedle then, I, I think the combination could weirdly, like it could work with Heedle's shoot first. Because Panarin really is more of a pass first. He is a pass first guy. And Heedle thinks more shots. And it, it would then get Heedle more ice time as well. So it kind of accomplishes a couple of things. So... I would go to that. I really would. And, and you still give Trocek those third line. Trocek would still get minutes. He deserves that. But that's a change that I'm hoping is made. Keep Zibanejad with Kako. Regardless of whether Kreider's in or out. And Kreider sounds like he'll be back soon. Hopefully he'll be back for the for the Bruin game. That would, it sounds like there's a chance that he could be. If not then, I would expect him back against the Panthers next Monday. A week from now. So, so that's something to keep an eye on. There was no lineup change, so Ryan Carpenter continues to be the healthy scratch. Julian Gauthier continues to be on the IR for now. And fourth line, the one person that did stand out in a positive way is Johnny Brodzinski. Brodzinski, look, he has some speed. He's not a finisher. He's not going to really score a whole lot. But Brodzinski, at least you notice him, and he tries to do the right thing. Where And look, he did take a, a bad penalty tonight as well. So it's not, it's not like Brodzinski's perfect, nor do I really want him in the line of come playoff time. But he's a lot better than Sammy Blay. Like, if I had to choose between the two, I'm taking Brodzinski. And Jake LeCision, hey, he drew a penalty tonight. So, you know, again, I, I'm not impressed by him, really. But, hey, he had that. So let's discuss the game in more detail. And the Rangers really were a lot in the first and second period they really dominated Columbus. The first two periods was all Rangers as far as I'm concerned. And in the first, Trocek does take a slashing penalty. So Vinny Trocek, you know, we can blame Panarin, I think it's deserved, but Trocek can also up his game as well. Vinny Trocek, it's been a bit of a rough go lately for 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 him. And I think, you know, I, I like the player. I do. I think that there's a lot to like there, but it's been Kind of a, a so-so first season for the Rangers to this point. Trocek slash penalty, Rangers kill it off. Then at 7.50, Matthew Olivier boards Ryan Lindgren. And, and I should have mentioned him earlier. Ryan Lindgren, what a warrior. Ryan Lindgren, who left at that point, you know, he got, he, a lot of times he gets hit into the boards. He is, you know, fearless. 
and he leaves the game, but he comes back in, blocks more shots. Ryan Lindgren just very, talk about underappreciated with Zibanej, and Lindgren even more so. Lindgren does so many of the little things, and when he's on the lineup, you feel that. You really do. But the Rangers' power play, unsuccessful. And this power play, especially that first unit, has been bad. Really bad. And it goes beyond Crowder returning. Will that help? Yes, it will. But it, it, it's really, and it's easy to blame Panarin, but I'm kind of going to do it. I mean, Panarin, just the whole mentality is just bad. That power play needs to improve. So then, Lecision is hooked. And then Lafreniere, 10 seconds into that power play, hooks Goodbranson. But it ends up working out. So Lafreniere, not what you want, not a good penalty. And, and for him, you know, I'll agree that he's a bit snake bit, but for Lafreniere, it's been a tough go. And I think that it's sort of rock bottom territory for Lafreniere. It can only go up from here if, I, if you want to take it on the positive side. And, you know, inside I thought he looked better, but it's four on four. And the Rangers score on the four on four. At 1239, Zabanajed's 20th goal of the season from Kako and Fox. And Kako did a really nice job. It was kind of like one on three. And he's, you know, he held the puck as he's good at doing. And he, a really nice pass to Zabanajad, who scores past the Blue Jacket goalie Merzlikens. And the Rangers take a one nothing lead right there. Then the Rangers get, a, get another power play. Marcheco interferes with Goodrow. And who scores the goal on the power play? Goodrow. His ninth goal of the season from Miller and Kako. Nice shot by Miller. And Goodrow's one of the better deflectors. You know, we know Kreider's good at deflecting. Barkley Goodrow is maybe the second. He's really one of the best at deflecting. A lot of his goals are off deflections. And that second unit gets the goal. More of a simple approach, shooting the puck towards the net, and it goes in. So, again, I want that second unit to get more ice time. I really, really do. But Goodrow makes it 2-0. The Rangers take that lead into the second. And in the second, Sean Crowley hooks Philip Heedle at 721. Again, the power play is unsuccessful. And then the Rangers make it 3-0. And it's Vitaly Kravtsov, who... You know, hasn't really done a whole lot, but Krasov was really good tonight. Scored his third goal of the season on a really nice pass from Heedle and Goodrow. So that line, I thought, was really good. And I, I want to stick with it, but like I said, I, I you know, let Heedle get more time and let him play with Panarin and let Trocek be more in a north-south type line. But either way, that's here nor there. Really nice job. And Phil Heedle continues to play well. Really good game for Goodrow. And Kratsov rewarded for going to the net. 3-0 Rangers. Then at the end of the period, Brodzinski slashes Jack Rostelvik. But at 26 seconds, Boquist high six Kapo Kako. So it's 4-4. Four and, four. and now it's a role reversal. So how, how Columbus ended their power play, it ends up working out for them. As they score four on four in a similar play where Nyquist was kind of Kako in that Zibanejad goal where Nyquist one on four kind of holds the puck, does a really nice job and finds Andrew Peak, the defenseman. And Peak scores his fourth goal of the season from, from Nyquist and Roslovic at 121. So a four on four goal makes it 3-1. But the range, and you know, this is where Halak made a lot of good saves. Halak really got dialed in in the third period. I thought really earned that W. And the Rangers hang on. They did take a Jacob Truba takes a late penalty at 19:38. He interferes with Sean Corrali. And you know what Truba for me, like, I don't like how Jacob Truba's been for the most part. And there's really nothing you can do about it. I, I am more impressed by Braden Schneider. I understand that, that it's gonna take a lot for that to switch. But whatever. Rangers win it three to one. Really nice win at Columbus, taking care of business. But I'll take it a step further. 
you know, after losing that game to Montreal, you, you had to kind of win this one. And that's what we've seen for the Rangers for the most part, where they don't let these things snowball. And I had confidence that they would come back in this game, get the job, and they played well. They earned the, the win, and that's good. And now they will play a Boston Bruins team who will be coming off a game the night before versus the Islanders. So hopefully that works to their advantage. But look, we saw the Montreal play the Islanders and then play the Rangers, and it didn't matter. And Boston's way better than Montreal. So it probably won't mean much, but it's something to, to mention. And we'll see whether the Rangers face Swayman or Olmark. We'll see who... That's kind of the 50-50 thing. Shisterkin will be back in that for the Rangers. Hopefully Kreider will be back in the lineup for the Rangers. And this will be a good test. The Rangers lost to Boston earlier in the season at home. They'll get one more chance at MSG versus the Bruins here. And we'll see what they can do. The Bruins are currently 34-5-4. We've seen the Rangers, the Rangers raise their level against top teams. And so I'm looking forward to this game. And this could be a really nice win if they can get it. We'll see what they do. Rangers now 25-13-7. Again, the Rangers go into Columbus. They respond after the bad loss to Montreal. They beat the Blue Jackets 3-1. to